you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today. a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look be your own interior designer with big design small budget here's your host betsy helmuth hi everybody i am so excited to be joined this week by ty pennington many of you may know him from trading spaces extreme makeover home edition and his many other ventures and I'm really excited because I was a former fangirl. Well, are you ever a former? I'm a former fangirl of Trading Spaces. So, Ty, I feel like I know you even though we have never met. (laughs) That's awesome. I feel like I know you as well. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Well, I'm sure a lot of people stop you and tell you that. But Trading Spaces is truly the reason that I became an interior designer. So, there we go. You know, it's funny. Trading Spaces really did sort of launch in many ways, the whole DIY craze, because it was the first show that put tools in the hands of homeowners. Um, Now, of course, what they did with them, who's to say whether or not it was good or bad, but it definitely was the first show to actually put the tools in the homeowner's hands, which I think just revolutionized everything uh, and made us all wish we'd bought stock in Home Depot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it also, at least for me, because I had no background, I mean, I'd only ever shopped at Kmart, right? But for me, it made interior design accessible. Like, this is something I can do with things that I can buy at a store that is affordable. Like, what? It was really illuminating. What are the biggest mistakes that DIYers make that you've seen? So... Sometimes it's just in a relationship. It's communicating to your wife or whoever that you're going to start this process. I remember redoing this guy's roof in Atlanta, and me and my uh, my uh, my guy that was I was I was helping out working on. The, we told the guy we'd be there on Sunday at 7 a.m. He said yes. We said you sure it's okay to come on Sunday at 7 a.m. He goes yes. It's the only way we can get it done in one day. We're like yeah. you're absolutely right, and. Uh, we ripped the roof up, and he's still in bed with his wife. And I remember her yelling, that's it. I'm done. I'm leaving. And I was like, dude, you have to let your people know when this is happening. So like, even, even the basis on letting people know when the process is starting is one thing people forget to do. The second is, of course, like going in over their head on either doing like plumbing or electrical. A lot, a lot of times, people just um, – 
they really think they can do everything and, and, they, and they can't. And so they get in over their head. Next thing you know, they have to hire a professional to come and fix everything. But I guess in many ways, it really helps out the industry that they try and do it and then they aren't able to do it at all. And then, you know, a professional has to come in and try and fix the situation. So it keeps everybody employed. There we go. Yeah. So we don't want the DIYers to get too good or else we're going to have some out of work contractors. Yes, exactly. Like if it's cosmetic, any of us can do it. But if it's like, if it's foundation, if it's plumbing, if it's electrical, you've got to like have a pro uh, and, and, and have somebody check it before you even start. Yeah. And I think the key is to get that good team. You know, I tell my clients, even though they're designing on a budget, even though they're shopping at Target, do not DIY. It looks good on TV. It looks fun in the magazines. Right. But there's so many more details than you even know. And you can mess yeah. up on something as simple as sanding. So the key is to get that really good team and choose what's important so you can invest there and spend less in other places. But I'm all about the team after DIYing myself for many years, you know, being inspired by trading spaces. I was sewing my own curtains. I was, you know, stuffing my own pillows. It doesn't come out just right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great idea and it's good entertainment, but you're right. Like if you can get a pillow that's already pre-made and maybe you even just sew to that, even better. Yeah, it's so, the yeah, time versus money ratio and finding that great right. team it, is worth it. It's worth it just for mental health, if nothing else. Speaking of mental health, I love in this book how personal you get because your new book is coming out, Life to the Extreme. And, you know, that's a part of you we don't get to see, that personal element. Tell us about your personal life a little bit. You know, where you live, what you're up to day to day. Well, yeah, I um, I do. I sort of dive into everything about myself, um, you know, from the beginning where, um, you know, I've, I was basically the poster child for ADHD. And luckily, my mom was a child psychologist um, and, well, I guess was blessed with a little bit of patience. And I actually went to my elementary school to test the worst kid they had in school. And, of course, that was uh, that was me. Uh, and she was, of course, like, oh, God, you know, shocked. Um, so. Well, not that. I mean, just looking through the window and seeing all the things like I was wearing my desk, I was like throwing everything and anything, just complete distraction. Uh, so it was, it was, it, I definitely had like a little bit of, um, cause I basically spent my entire, um, uh, learning elementary, even through high school, like sitting in the hallway detention. I was just that kid. <laughs> and so you're learning tapers off a little bit, but, um, but I, 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 it's interesting how it's come full circle. So my mom, uh, well, she did the best she could to like really figure out my strong suits. And it looks like drawing and being creative and basically the, you know, the right side of the mind was really where I was, um, um, where I was gifted communication skills, et cetera, not so much on the other side. So it was just kind of interesting that, um, luckily I had a mom that was sort of diving into, uh, seeing what my strengths and weaknesses were. Um, but yeah, I go through all the challenges that I, I had as a, as a kid, um, in the book, but I mean, and one of the reasons is, is I've met so many people that have that. And it's not just to sort of share the struggles I had as a kid, but it's really about the parents because my mom was a single mom, like working three jobs, going to school at night. And there's just something about those people that, that um, it's, there's just so many single parents out there doing that. Um, and people forget how hard that can be, especially when you're raising a kid who's just a little extra active. So, um, so yeah, I go into all that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so in terms of where you are now, how are you channeling that energy? Like how have you made it work for you day to day in your personal life outside of TV? Because we see the TV talk, but how is that working? You know, how are you channeling it personally? Well, you know, for me, what's always, I am always doing, it's funny. um, I've, uh, I think the thing about AC is you're always, well, your mind's moving so fast and, 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 and different directions, but but the, the beauty is is actually starting something and finishing it. And, and I think with me, that's why I, I'm attracted to, to to things like training spaces where you're done in three days. Extreme Makeover Home Edition, we were done in seven days. And then we're on to the next project. And that's still the way I am lit. Like I start a project, I finish it, move on to the next one. It's the long ones that take two years, like building a house uh, for yourself that drag out too long. That you got to really focus on like what particular project you're working whether it's the windows whether it's the door frames all the above you have to like you have to compartmentalize uh how it's done but creatively like that's the thing is like you know i'll i still do so many different things like one minute i'll be playing music then i'll be doing painting next minute i'm doing gardening i'm planting uh you know plants and trees installations then i'm switching back and uh, i've got three different construction projects going on at the same time so i'm still juggling like a lot of different things uh and designing things at the same time because i still do custom furniture as well so it's just with ADC you, you you're constantly doing a lot of different things you've got your hands and feet in six different buckets but um the trick is making sure you allow time for all of that uh so yeah it's interesting I'm I'm <laughs> I mean I'm like a plant but I'm, I'm constantly moving from one location to the other as well and because of my life in television I've been doing that for probably 20 years. you get sort of used to that so I'm a I'm definitely a traveling Woolberry warbling dervish that's uh, trying to get all kinds of different projects in different states done at the same time. So the same sort of human being you see on TV really does happen in real life as well. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, you you are a whirling dervish. I think that said it right. And you know, I felt the exact same way. My only context for interior design was trading spaces. Uh, and then while you were out, of course, but I built my whole company around that kind of timeline. We design in one to two weeks because when I went to go work for a real firm after watching your shows, I was like, hey, I'm not spending six months to six years on one house in the Hamptons. Right. Who's kidding who? I was like so bored picking <laughs> yeah. out the same rug for a month I was like oh do they want the rug to be 48 inches or 49 inches you know when I'm like let's just click and buy where's that immediate gratification so that's why I modeled my business this way yeah yeah I think we're ahead of the curve yeah, I want to put a stamp on my website now that says as seen on TV because it just is like that. <laughs> You'll get that same That's experience. Right. Um, but yeah, and that brings me to another point that I had. So in here, you talk a little bit about the shows. What's one of your favorite memories from shooting a show? Do you have one that sticks out, whether it was Trading Spaces or Extreme Makeover Home Edition? Is there one that sticks out? Oh God, it's hard to say. Like, um, they're they're just they're they're different. Like, um, I mean, with trading spaces, I think some of the best memories are just some of the funny times we have. Because honestly, that show you just have so much fun with the homeowners. Um, but I mean, there's always been some really really funny moments. Probably one of my favorites um, is when this producer who was trying to get me to hold a teddy bear through the entire show. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, uh, and she was like, well, we, I, you know, I need some help sort of creating something for this opening scene. And she just met me. And, um, I was like, look, I'm not going to hold a teddy bear. I don't know what you're thinking, but here's what we need for this scene. 
she was like, she's like, she's basically setting the scene. She's like, what do you think we need? She was like, we're in Florida. There's alligators. I want Paige maybe starting it off in a pool. And then I need her to somehow explain, you know, that it's Hildy and Vern as designers. What do you think? I'm like, bring me a whole chicken and some nylon rope and two drills for the designers. And she's like, I like you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so I ended up like swinging and lassoing this huge whole chicken. And it ends up as they're filming like Hildy and Vern, like, I don't know how, but it, I, I somehow sling it and it's beelining right at them. And Hildy sticks out her drill. It punctures the chicken and then juice hits Vern in the face. And I fall laughing so hard. Like I just didn't. Did that make it that. on the show? Yeah. Did- oh yeah. Oh, it made it. It was one of the, oh, definitely. That was the intro. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying is those, those are the kind of moments I remember about doing spaces, but on, on extreme makeover, like there's totally different memories because well, it's just a little bit heavier, you know, you really met some amazing people that, that were going some really, you know, through some really tough things in life. And you met people that really changed the way you not only look at life, but also yourself, your job, everything. It just, it was just, it was a bigger, um, experience. And of course, as far as designing too, I mean, like on trading spaces, I was a carpenter. I was helping people design, you know, these temporary rooms basically, but on extreme, like I really put my heart and soul in designing some of these rooms. I made custom furniture most of the time out of right. like CNC routers. And like, I mean, you never saw how much went into it, but because it was really toward something that really meant like it was a life changing sort of moment for somebody. Like I put my heart and soul into each room and, um, and I kept doing it in there. And like, you just wanted to do better and better and better each time. So the, sometimes I guess the categories are some of the most amazing people I met, but then sometimes I know I built some of the best things I've ever designed went into those rooms. And at the same time, the experience I had with people, um, I worked with on a daily, uh, on a daily basis, as well as the volunteers that you meet that literally give their time and don't even know the family and volunteer. And like, that's, I think that experience working with people that are there to actually do something positive in someone's life. That kind of effect really, um, really changes how you look at everything in life, and especially as an artist, when when you can do something nice and do a pretty painting and hang it on the wall and be like, "Oh, isn't that nice?" And people will say that's beautiful. That's one thing, but when you can see the reaction to what you did in someone's face and realize that it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to them, it really changes like what you aspire to do with your creativity. And so you get addicted to that and want to keep going um, and doing more positive things in the world, which is, I know it sounds sappy, but it's just true. Completely. And even, you know, I think that people often think that interior design is sort of a frivolous vocation, but when you see the difference in someone's life, because a home is a place we are every day. Home is, you know, unlike work even, uh, where we're only maybe five days a week, unlike other places, a restaurant that we go to maybe once a month, home is in our face every day. And when you're unhappy at home, you're unhappy. Yes. Agreed. It makes such a difference to change that one small thing that's always been bugging you. You know, you run into it every day. It's an everyday frustration. There's just more on the line. And also it'll make you want to come home. And that's when some of the best memories are made. I just think it's a vital place to give time, attention, and money. Yeah, I could not agree more. It really is. I think the home is – it affects your mood and people forget sometimes it affects your mood when you wake up in the morning and it affects your mood when you walk in the door after a hard day. Like, like depending on what you're walking out of and what you're walking into, it is everything. Yep. 
and we all need that soft place to fall. Um, so I just think it's really yes. important. Yes, we do, especially when your body's been beaten and, and broken <laughs> as, as many years doing it as I have. Yes. Especially Something when you own an interior on. design business. Yes. So right. Stress. And you're, you're just... Yeah. People forget the hours you put in. That's true. That's that's what I'm saying. The people like that volunteer in the – I don't know if anybody um, – I think that's one of the cool things too about the experience on Extreme – is how I connected with so many different people across the nation because chances are if we were building a house um, in one, you know, because we did every state in America, that there's those seven degrees of separation that somebody you know or somebody's related to somebody that, that put on a blue T-shirt or was working um, somehow in the house. And so it's just it's always interesting for me to, to see how we're all connected somehow yep. through that. Definitely. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. Well, and to completely segue now, you know, a lot of my listeners are interior designers or they want to be interior designers. They have aspirations to work in the home space. What is a tip or a few tips that you might give them? What do you think is most important when you're wanting to become an interior designer? Um, well, I think I think it all depends on on. I think for me, I, I look at it more as an as an artist in the sense that um, I think my advice to anybody who wants to be an interior designer is this: is remember that um. The whole idea, I think, behind interior design is to make people feel comfortable in their home. But at the same time, you also want to push them out of their comfort zone so that they're pleased with a side of themselves that they forgot or didn't even know that they had. And I think that's what, as a someone um, that's been doing design a while, sometimes people will tell you that they just don't know what they like. But the truth is, is they do because if you go into their closet, you can see what colors they wear, what patterns they wear on a daily basis. And I think sometimes that that's reflected. They just don't realize it that in the same textures and colors you could use on their couches, on their pillows, etc. And uh, and I think sometimes it takes someone else to sort of, you know, show them that. However, like it's also good in my opinion to like push them beyond just just because they like, you know, cotton twill. You know, it doesn't always have to be white. Like, try, you know, dyeing that that same cotton a different color in a bolder pattern than they're used to. And I, I think sometimes it takes an interior designer not to just give them what they like, but to give them something 
more than they really thought they would like. Um, because I think, in my opinion, sometimes if, especially if you're going to hire as an artist, you want to wow them in a way that they, you know, it's about the unexpected, you know, let's mm -hmm. face it, all of us, uh, interior designers, we love furniture that's got extra little, uh, hidden chargers that's got a little flip out that turns into something else. And don't forget about the surprises. I think that's the key to design. It's like, um, everybody loves an extra little surprise, like unexpected something in whether it's a bed or it's a piece of furniture or it's even a wall design. Uh, and especially lighting, my God, lighting is everything because it may look great in the day, but then all of a sudden when it gets dark and you show them a feature they didn't even know they had, it's like, wow. So yeah, remember to use all those elements. Yeah, and I think it is about, you know, listening to the client, hearing what they want, but then having that artistic vision for them, right? Painting that yeah. picture for them, taking it beyond what they had already known. Yeah, I need that. I like that. I want this. And saying, this is the vision I have for you, for how you're going to live in this space. But then my most exciting projects I have found have been when the client pushes me back and says, wait, right. now that I saw yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I want to tell you this. And where we just push each other constantly. It's been part of the most frustrating journey, I think, because it takes so much time to be like, okay. Because it's like a marriage. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's more like an improv with that yes and. Right. True. true but true. marriage is like an improv tie. Marriage is an improv. Um, but that's another show. That's a totally different show. This is true. This is true. Speaking of, you know, real quickly before we sign off, tell us about your personal life. Are you married? Do you have kids? Where do you, I know you don't hang your hat in any one place, but give you us a You know what's glimpse. funny? I, I, I'm at the point that I'd really like to get kids. So I'm starting to really find other people's children um, appealing, which is rare because I'm sort of the WC Fields of, of that. And that's, that's an old joke my dad used to tell me. Because uh, W.C. Fields used to be like, I love children, especially with their salt and peppered. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't. I don't know. I don't know how. Because like, but here's the thing: I don't even have really a dog or a plant. The problem with me is I'm constantly leaving uh, every five to six days. That becomes a very big problem yeah. for relationships, and so I. I really, I was going to write a children's bo a book about a plant that can't get roots. And then of course, in the end, it finally, finally finds its home. And I think that's what I'll work on. And who knows, maybe I'll meet, um, a wife, uh, while I'm writing a child's book and that that's how it'll all work out. But, um, but yeah, I've, I've been lucky in so many things. I've been sort of unlucky with that, but it's because I'm a traveling Woolberry. I'm going to have to figure out a way to stay in one spot. And I'm hoping all those things will eventually show up. Well, you know what's funny is my husband and I were talking last night because he's also in TV. And TV is not a married person's game. It's not a family no, it's not. game either. It's, it's not. It's all yeah. or nothing. And if you're not willing to get all, it's going right. to give all, excuse me, it's going to be nothing. Uh, yeah, like the only yeah. relationship that survived uh, on our on our show were the ones that said, you know what? screw it. I'm leaving home. I'm just going to come work with the team as well. And those marriages survived because that's how you have to do it. You have to either, you have to either both come on board or like both stay at home because it doesn't work the other way. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, or it's you could date is, somebody is on the show, Ty. You could, you could be with Well, those are called showmances. I try and stay out of those. those oh, okay. Those, those never end well. But okay. Yes. I was hoping to end this with a little bit of juice, a little bit of... <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, now uh, that you mention it... A little it, juiciness. 
Yeah. Well, we'll save that for book two. How about that, Ty? Awesome. You'll tell Perfect. us all your um, showman's secrets in book two. But for now, we'll sink our teeth into book one, which is Life to the Extreme by Ty Pennington. I'm so glad that you could join us. It's been great talking to you. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Of course. We'll come back anytime and all the best with Trading Spaces, your new ventures, and of course, this awesome book. I can't wait to um, read more about your secrets. Thank you, Don. And I will catch you next week. Bye. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words, and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.